Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino, as always, coming up over the next three hours. In today's show, in 60 minutes, Jeff Seeley is going to join the program, friend of the show, very good golf handicapper. The American Express starts this morning. He'll give you his best bets at that point. Former NFL wide receiver and current VEASAN host Mike Pritchard on the divisional round in two hours. And uh, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian with player props in the final hour of the show as well. Pauly, uh, Bills touched five and a half yesterday. Niners got to four at some shops. It was three, and then mostly three and a half. Touched four out here in Las Vegas a little bit yesterday. Is your Where is your level of concern with this? This is picking up some steam. 49ers have won 11 games in a row. If you go back to 03, teams that have won 11 or more games in a row are 1-11 and 11 ATS. Any level of concern nope. with that with the Niners? I throw it out because last week, teams on a 10-game winning streak or longer were on a 2-13 and 13 ATS run, and the Niners covered. Also, how many times has the opponent been playing their fourth game in a row? And I, I know it's never happened uh, in a playoffs because you're on a short week with travel because we didn't have Monday night football. So your opponent's off a Monday night road game and now traveling across the country Short week, too. Okay, so we'll tie in two seeds here in a second. Mm-hmm. 
and start with the one seeds overall, though. Why the struggles of one seeds in this round? When you go back, yes, 25 and 13 straight up, but only 13, 24, and 1 ATS. That's only 35%, Paulie, when you go back to 2004. Isn't the bye week supposed to be the be-all, end-all? Yep. I can't explain it. It is supposed to be such a huge advantage, and it hasn't been that way. But as we've talked about uh, doing this show for five years, about the second-round stink bombs, the exception of two years, I mean, nobody's been safe. And look what happened last year. Both one seeds got beat. Tennessee lost at home to Cincinnati, and Green Bay lost at home to San Francisco. So going back, I mean, that is hard to explain. That's supposed to be such a great advantage. And we talked about that horrible run that one seeds have been on. Uh, 34% going back in this round, in this round only, since 2003. Yeah. So that that is bizarre. I can't explain it. And you have to be concerned. And, and, think, and yeah, uh, sorry. think, I was going to say, think, yeah. think about how it went last year. Tennessee had, what, nine sacks of Joe Burrow? Could not win the game? Yeah. Right? They didn't do anything. I mean, uh, Tannehill was terrible. And I will not forget that 49ers-Packers game anytime soon. The Niners did absolutely nothing in that game on offense. Nothing. The, the Green Bay defense was like, Oh my God, are they really going to play like this for the rest of the year? They're going to win the Super Bowl. They were tremendous, but it was the block punt. Rodgers did nothing, and that's what happens when you have the dead last team in special teams going into the postseason. That killed the Packers all year long, and it came back to bite them. Yeah. You know where uh, last year in, yeah. in the divisional round? Well, it's, yeah, it's certainly expect the unexpected, and no one has been safe. I mean, I could go back to 2002 and just give you a laundry list of what's happened in this particular round. But I, I, you know, just mentioned what happened last year. Nobody's been safe. The 2010 Patriots, 14 and two, lost at home to the Jets. They just beat the Jets on Monday Night Football, 45 to three. A couple years ago, the Ravens were 14 and two. Lamar was the MVP. Turned the ball over, got beat by Tennessee. Uh, Dallas in there one year against Green Bay. Peyton Manning is on this list so many times. It's ridiculous. The one and dones. But in Denver, we know about 2012 with Flacco. They lost that game as a one seed. He got beat by Andrew Luck in the Colts. Uh, the Packers in 2011 were 15-1 and one and got beat by the Giants. The Steelers were a two seed. A while, uh, 18, I believe, 2018, and gave up 45 points to Blake Bortles. At Jacksonville, yeah. And, and got beat at home. Carolina was, I think they were dogs in that game, but Carolina was a two seed with Cam Newton and got beat by Kaepernick in the 49ers. So you go back here, it just goes... To show you that uh, the rest hasn't been the be-all, end-all. And then there's so many weird, weird numbers, too, about you know the Giants' run against one-seeds ATS and the whole Trevor Lawrence thing. I mean, the kids never lost a game on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm glad. Peterson poo-pooed that yesterday. Yeah, I'm, okay, good. Yeah, he's like, okay, enough with this, please. <laughs> right? Uh, guess what? He's playing yeah. at Arrowhead this weekend. Yeah. He's never done that before. Right, right. Yeah, it's been high school and a little bit of college, you know, uh, right? And then yeah. last week. Uh, easy big fella. I can't imagine Arrowhead will be louder than Jacksonville was. Wait, oh, my God. That's a ridiculous yeah. thing. Okay, can we bet on now the first uh, false start yeah. or delay of game for Jacksonville once they have the ball? Yeah. What's uh, worse for one seeds is when they take on the sixth seed overall in their conference. Home teams, 11-7 and seven straight up, mm -hmm. only 5-12-1 ATS, 29% since 2006. Philadelphia gets to take on the Giants for the third time this year on Saturday. Yep. That number did move to seven and a half. Okay. Imagine the Giants win this game uh, again. I hope not. Uh, no, I, I can't. I don't want to imagine that. Philly should win the game. I mean, when you played in Week 14, it was 48 to 14 with a minute left. Barkley had 28 yards rushing. The Giants are 14th in points per game. 
They're second worst in yards per carry to opposing quarterbacks. Hurts is supposed to be healthy and and close to 100% and good to go. You're off the bye, and I'll tie it into what we just watched Monday night. Tampa was awful the whole year, won a bad division, lousiest of the best, best of the lousiest, and Minnesota was a total fraud too. So I give the Giants credit for going on the road and winning, but again, who was Minnesota? So, I mean, Philly should win this game. Well, they should, but again, going back on that list that you just ran off, all those teams that lost should have won those games too. Yeah. That's why it's been commonplace in this league. Like, somebody's going to lose this weekend, right? Well, the thing that would worry me is, is everyone's going to be on that Saturday teaser. Well, I, that's I, the thing. Of course. And, and I, I, I'll raise my hand. Well, Mike said how bad it was last week, but he did, he did leave out that Buffalo didn't cover the teaser. I'm sure Buffalo was popular on a, on a teaser. Well, it's not the Wonk teaser. Certainly, oh, okay. people would have thought, well, the Bills can't win this game by, by seven against a third-string quarterback. So, um, I mean, everyone's going to take Eagles and, and, uh, and Chiefs on that Saturday teaser. Okay, so there you go with the one seeds. How about two seeds? They are scoring a ton of points going back for what it's worth. 16-8 uh, and eight to the over, 67% last 12 years, including 2-0 and oh last year. Uh, these teams with the two seed uh, have averaged 30.5 points per game in that span. You have Buffalo and San Francisco, two seeds this year in 2023. We had our buddy, NFL veteran handicapper Adam Chernoff on the show, and he made a point uh, in a case for the Niners and Cowboys game to go over on Tuesday. I bet yep. that at 46, it did tick up from 45 and a half, and I think this thing will touch the key number of 47. Will it go by 47? Uh, we got plenty of time before kickoff, so maybe. I don't think they're slowing down Purdy. I, I don't trust this defense. No one's been – and whether you want to say just manage the game, whatever, I mean, Purdy's making every throw. And, and again, they didn't look like that with Lance and didn't look like that with Garoppolo. So uh, Dak was great last week, but he had been on a horrible run with the turnovers and he wasn't playing well. So right. he has to do it and show me again against the number one defense in the league that's only given up 16 points per game. So I like the Niners, and I'm with you. I see points in this game too. Yeah, so what's the overreaction when you look at this game? The overreaction would be, right, knowing the NFL like everybody thinks we know the NFL, and you know the NFL, it's a week-to-week league. The overreaction would be Dallas is going to go to San Francisco and win the game, right? Because of what happened last week? And Dak looked amazing, and they beat the daylights out of the, uh, I don't, the Buccaneers? I, I, you're talking to the wrong guy. I don't understand the Cowboys' support. So that's what I'm saying. That's the, I, I, don't I, think, get it. I think that's the overreaction. Right. This team's won 11 in a row, and they're doing whatever they want. On They're averaging 27 points per game. So I just think overall, on the season again, yes, that includes yeah. this seven-game stretch by Brock Purdy. Right. Niners are a much better. Can I say much better? They're a better football team than the Cowboys. Yes. They have the better defense. Cowboys do have a good defense. I'm not. I mean, they got playmakers on that side of the ball. I, I can't go that far. I can't do that. I can't say they have a good defense. Well, that's they I are. Th- they are. They take the ball away. They force turnovers. I think, but that's again from week one until right now. You got to say they've had a good defense. I, I, that to me would be an overreaction to say they don't have a good defense. Does a good defense give up all that points and yards to Garden Minshew? I, I don't think that would be the case. Well, they, but they gave up three points at Minnesota. How about Houston? Could have lost that game. Should yeah, have lost. That Chiefs game. almost lost the game to Houston. Sure, yeah. Well, I was also on the road though too. But no, yeah. I, I get. I like the. Numbers. I don't. I'm not telling you Kansas City has a good defense though. I mean that that's you couldn't slow down Detective Mills. In I, I just me to me it would be Dak's gonna. This would be an overreaction. If you think Dak's gonna go to to Santa Clara and play like that again against the 49ers, I mean that was Mike Palm said it yesterday. Our buddy yeah. here from here at Circa, that was probably the best game he's ever played in his life. 
Is he going to play like that back-to-back weeks against now the best uh, defense in the entire league in their fourth straight road game? That's a pretty big ask, in my opinion. I can't wait yep. for this game. It's I can't yep. wait. Yep. Well, you know, what? Whatever, whatever happens, though, it's going to be I told you so. <laughs> it will be, right? Because if Purdy, if Purdy yeah. has a couple of yeah. INTs, people will go to the mountaintops. I told you so. It was coming. This rookie, he's yeah. not that good. It's he had a, a stinker coming. It's the same thing in the early game, too. But come on, you can't bet against Joe Burrow in the playoffs. What's wrong with you? And then if the Bills blow him out at sea, I told you, they should have lost to Baltimore, and they were down three offensive linemen. Uh, yeah. So that, that that Sunday's the same thing. Yeah, probably. I think you might be onto something there. Uh, football playoffs, baby. Yes, divisional round here with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all things football this playoff season. Celebrate this weekend with their divisional round parlay insurance. Then extend the fun throughout the rest of the playoffs with their playoffs first touchdown insurance. Log on to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in and all the action. BetRivers, where it's a whole new game. So we have uh, all of today and all of tomorrow to kick around these four massive games in the NFL, and we will do so uh, with pretty much six hours more of a uh, show coming until Friday morning, and that show is over with. Up next, we will get into win some, lose some, recapping last night's betting action. And uh, angles for players to score the first touchdown this weekend. Plus, there was another massive upset at the Australian Open late last night. Paulie has the details coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get a 100% match on the first deposit. Up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. First bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at vsan.com slash horses. Sign up now. We welcome in Jeff Seeley at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. The Cutmaker Pod, cutmakerpod.com. Check it out with a podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, he sends out plays every uh, round before every round as well and does a great job and had a ton of winners since the uh, pandemic you wanted to start off talking about in-play betting and it's one of the best things that you like about betting and the opportunities it presents if you want to take it away for a few minutes sir yeah guys so so a few weeks ago at the tournament of champions you could have got john rom the eventual winner at 80 to 1 and, and, and we talk about this all the time on, on this show, the, the value in live betting. And, and I was just doing recording the pod this week with Devin Walker from, from the, the MTV's The Challenge. And we were talking a little bit about live betting. And he was talking about how much he loves to bet live basketball. And you guys bet live basketball. Everybody does. But guys, you think about it. The problem in, with live basketball is, right, is that you can go on a 9-0 run in, in 60 seconds, 90 seconds and lose your opportunity. The value of golf is sometimes you have overnight to bet live, and and the very least you have five minutes in between shots to bet live. Right? Is there a better sport to bet live than golf? No, because you're exactly right. Everything else is bang bang, and yeah. and, and yeah. when we're behind, right, with the streaming or what yeah. a dish or whatever it is now, we might be behind the actual real feed, Jeff, by 15, 30, 60 seconds. That's exactly right, Mitch. That's exactly right. And and so this this past weekend, I mean, it, it didn't work out for us, but we had Hayden Buckley at twelve to one, the leader on on Sunday for six. You know, he was the sixty four hole leader, or so missed a three foot putt, didn't work out. Siwoo Kim chipped in, and, and we lost by a shot. But but again, that's case in point. A guy who I wasn't on pre tournament looked at his in tournament stats. You know, he he was he made a ton of sense. Was a really good value, and and I mean live betting in golf, I, I'm still convinced is the best thing there is. So yeah, you follow us at the Cut at Cutmaker Pod. Um, you can you, you get all the stuff we do, all the live bets we make, and I think that's the best value there is in golf. So um, just wanted to highlight that because I think it, people don't talk about it enough. You, you you guys have been great. We've talked about a lot in the show, but live betting in golf is truly where it's at. All right, very good. Tell us about this weekend's tournament and the course, please. 
Yeah, guys. So there's a, there's a three course rotation this week. We're in the desert in California. You've got the, the Pete Dye Stadium course, the Nicholas course, and Lakita Country Club. These are all short, basically pitch and putt courses. The hardest being the Pete Dye course, which has a lot of water on it. So if you're not careful, you you can you can be penalized. But I expect the winning score to be in the 20 under range or so. So again, three course rotation and a cut after Saturday. So it's very unique in that regard, and 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 hopefully, and and because there are three rounds, I think we'll see some of the cream rise to the top. But guys, this is an amazing field. Like you would never see this good of a field in the Bob Hope Classic 20 years ago or whatever it was, 30 years ago, whatever it was. But this is the former Bob Hope Classic, and we've got an amazing field with several of the top players, many of the top players in the world in it. Um, and and I'm I'm really excited. But quick point, quick question. Have you guys seen this the 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 uh, a Netflix show on golf? And have you uh, have you seen what they're saying about my boy Kepka on this thing? Well, I've seen the trailer for it. I can't wait. It pops what uh, in February? I think February fifteenth. I have not. What what are they saying? Are they blasting him? I'm guessing. They're they're saying that he is he was so distraught over his game that he's talking to his wife, his fiance at the time, Jenna, about their wedding. And his eyes are just glazing over because he's drifting off thinking how screwed up his golf swing is. <laughs> and then all of, a, all of a sudden, Liv comes along and bails him out. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming out. 80 million. Here we go. Everything's okay now. And and you guys know I'm the biggest Kepka fan there is. And 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 but they're like, they're, they say he was so he's so beat up. He's so torn up in this thing. It's gonna be a fascinating watch uh, mm. when it comes out because. They, they, the, the GQ article I read does not does not profile well for Kepka on this oh show. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait to watch right. that. Okay, so as you said, this field is loaded to the gills. Uh, the shortest shots on the board, Jeff, that you're going to go to war with before they tee off today are who? Tom Kim, guys. Tom Kim is is one for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a lot of... A lot of bets this weekend, but a lot of small bets um, because it, it is an interesting field, and I think that you can see some higher odds guys win. Um, Tom Kim is first, really. I mean, I faded him last week. I played Spieth in matchups against him last week. Um, he's my lowest odds to win. I think his driving accuracy, his irons and wedges are elite. Last week, and they, and they were elite at the end last week, so they were, they were great last week. Um, his issue last week was he putted horribly. I think that, that normalizes this week, and I think he's a great play at 22-1. to 1. And Will Zalatoris is also 22 to 1, same price as Kim, and, and I think he's equally interesting. I mean, Willie Z dominates with his irons, at arguably the best iron player in, in, on, in the planet in the, in the Morikawa JT conversation. Um, if he's fully recovered from his injury, as I think he is, I think Zalatoris is, is, a, is a really good play. And then uh, shout out to my boy Devin, who we did a podcast with this week, and, and his pick was Tom Hoagie at 40 to 1, and I like Tom Hoagie a lot. Another guy who's a fantastic, Iron player, finished second here last year, a few weeks ahead of winning the AT&T. Um, it, it, again, it may sound crazy, but Hoagie might be the best iron player in this. So Zalatoris, uh, Tom Kim, Hoagie, all great iron players who are marginal putters. But if any one of them gets a hot putter, uh, I, I think they can run away with this. Okay. How about it's a couple long shots, please? Yeah, guys. So, I mean, you, you, have you ever heard of Jason Day? <laughs> <Remember him? laughs> I mean... There's this guy Jason Day who, um, you know, he he's we we all thought he died from vertigo or back spasms or COVID or pick your condition, but believe it or not, Jason Day is still alive, and he's seventy to one this week. I mean, prior to the RSM, he was sixteenth 
21st and 11th at his last three events. We all know Jason Day can be elite, and at this price, I mean, he's going to rely heavily on his putting, but we know he can putt. We know Jason Day can putt. He can be the best putter in the world. We've seen it. I'm going to take a shot that the former world number one finds that form again and and is the best putter in the field, and if he is, I think Jason Day can make a run. And guys, don't do this. Don't make this bet, but I am betting on Matthew Neesmith this week at 180 to 1. The thing is, he is one of the top wedge players in the field. And in October, he ran off a string of a ninth, a second, and a ninth. And he can get absolutely white hot when he's when he's hot. I think Matthew Neesmith is a great like uh, top uh, first-round leader bet. And he's my favorite play in the field for a top 40 bet on DraftKings. You can get him top 40 at plus 180 right now. That's my favorite bet of the week. I think there's tremendous value. On uh, on on him at uh, Neesmith at, at uh, plus one eighty top forty, and lastly Sam Harrop made a song um, called Benny on. He puts like he has got glass eyes, and Ben on actually got stamped on his wedge. Is it was one of the, the funniest things you've seen. <laughs> but Ben on is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous iron player, but he lost strokes putting badly in six straight events coming into last week. But last week, Ben on gained seven strokes putting. I know it doesn't it doesn't sound that crazy to the to the normal listener, but that is the biggest outlier in the history of the world. If he can even be even with the field and putting, he can be marginally close to that again. Ben on is an elite ball striker, and he's two hundred to one this week. That's worth throwing a few bucks on. And 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 writing out one of the most popular golfers on social media, Ben on. I was going to ask you that. What do you recommend that people bet on these 150, 200 to one shots? Oh, you know these are right. These are five, ten bucks. Okay. Ball, right? Like these yeah. are these are not these are not significant bets. But it, as you know, you always talk about pizza money bets, right? Yes. You throw some pizza money on these things. These are absolute pizza money bets. But if you throw ten bucks on a guy at two hundred to one, right? Like. That's that's two grand, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. It's absolutely worth ten bucks. But I think, I mean, certainly the 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 sharper play is a top twenty, a top forty, and a lot of these things. And if you're going to throw ten bucks on them to win outright, throw twenty, thirty, forty bucks on them. Top, you know, top twenty, top forty. I love the top forty bets. And Neesmith yeah. and Ben on, I think, are both terrific top forty plays. Ninety seconds. Any matchups you like? Sure. Yeah. So I, I there's a couple of matchups I played this week. I played Hoagie against Taylor Montgomery. Taylor Montgomery is, they always say, the best the best putter on, on the planet. Um, and but his his irons are off. So I played um I played Hoagie against him. And guys, I played Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, everywhere you're gonna find him is plus money against John Rahm. Um, I like Scheffler a lot this week. I think he grades out tremendously well. Um I he's the odds are the price is a little too low for me right now, but I definitely played Scotty Scheffler against John Rahm. And then I, I mentioned Tom Kim. I played Tom Kibbett a bunch of matchups, and if you can find him close to close to plus money or, or minus one ten, um, Tom Kim's a great bet in matchups this week as well. All right, that's our buddy that's Indy Jeff Seeley. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Cutmaker Jeff, and again, check out the CutmakerPod.com website and his uh, podcast as well every single week. Jeff, love talking to you, man. Good luck this week. Thanks, fellas. Take care. Thank yep. you. The American Express tees off later on this morning. In California, we talk a lot of golf betting on this show throughout uh, the season, and uh, Jeff has given us quite a few winners, Paulie. As you said, going back to when it first restarted back in, what, June of 2020 in the pandemic? It's more than 10, no doubt.
with some uh, big sh- long shots on there. If you didn't have a chance to write the picks down, you can find his picks uh, on our VEASAN picks page. We post the picks mentioned by every host and every guest throughout the week. Go to VEASAN.com slash picks. You can always get in touch with the show. FTM at vcin.com is the email. On Twitter at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Up next, we'll discuss odds on Tom Brady's next team. The first thing we need to do is draw a line through teams that make zero sense. So which teams does it boil down to? That's coming up here on Follow the Money on vcin, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data where the money and bets are moving every game. It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can check not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. vcin.com. Good job by DraftKings. They posted odds on Tom Brady's next team. His next regular season snap, Paulie, will be where next year. And uh, we always like to do this as an exercise by just crossing off teams on the list. Like some teams that make absolute, like the 49ers are the third shot on the board, plus 350. Why, why, why would the 49ers bring in Tom Brady? That has been mentioned by several people, several people that I respect. It makes zero sense. Number one, you have Trey Lance. You don't even know if he can play. Mm-hmm. What, are you just going to move on from him? And if you can, what are you going to get for him? Now, I know he had that tweet as the guy from the 49ers front office left and took the Titans GM job, and he had that uh, fingers crossed emoji tweet. But if if Purdy goes to the Super Bowl or hell even goes to the NFC title game, you're going to say that's it? Kick rocks? Oh, I, Come on. I, I, he doesn't have to win this game this weekend. Yeah. He doesn't have to win this game. I mean, game. Tom's got one or two years left max. No, I would bring back. Why would you bring him in? No, I'd go Purdy, Garoppolo, and then say, Tom, you had maybe three years ago, yeah, we're good. We're set in the quarterback room right now. I have to know what I have. I mean, to me, Purdy's my quarterback next year. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I, I just, I don't know what you do with Lance now. It's such a, a weird situation. I know. But- so what would you give up for the guy? Let's say the Titans and 49ers have some talks here about bringing over Trey Lance. If you're the Titans, what do you offer? I have no idea. How do you not go too nuts here? I, I don't know. I have no idea. You go second round pick. What you gave up? What you gave up to get him, and you, and you don't know what if, if he has anything. Can it, can anybody truly gauge what he's worth today? That's impossible. Right. I don't. It's again, not like Zach Wilson. Zach, why would you give up anything for that guy? He can't play. But Lance is still more of an unknown. But he's an, yeah, he is. Right. Wilson's had his opportunities. I mean, he lost his job to Mike White for Christ's sake. Yeah, but you're not going to give up a first round pick for Trey Lance. No. That's way. That's over. I would agree. I, you would think, right? Okay, so we'll cross off the 49ers. Do you want to cross off the Raiders? No, I can't cross. No, no, no way. I'm asking you the question. No, 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 no neither do I. No, no, they have to be in play. Yeah, most people think he's going to the Raiders. Now, I know his legacy is intact, but I don't know what. You're just going to move, jump around to another team now, too? Uh, are we ruling out Tampa? You're not. That's the thing. No, no. I mean, if you only have one year left. I, I don't know. Go to another. I would like him. I'd like to see him go to the Patriots or the Jets, but it's not realistic. I'd like to see Lamar Jackson go to the Jets, but this is, you know what I'm saying? This is like becoming absurd now if he would join another team and then retire. Yeah. Well, I'm. He retired. He came back. The Miami rumors. Is he going with Peyton somewhere? 
I, now it, he's he's unhappy in Tampa. He wanted him to fire Leftwich. They did, but then maybe it was too late. He doesn't like Bowles. He didn't like Arians. Just like anybody, he got divorced. I, I'm curious for the crowd in Boston, the Nesson crowd. Do you want Brady back? Do you want do you want to see him come back and play one more year? The swan song go out like this? Then he'll retire. He's going to retire a Patriot anyway. They'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Patriot, obviously. But do you want to see him come back for one more year, yeah, or are you right, just completely done? Yeah. It, I, is, it is a package deal. Apparently, Gronk reached out to the Buccaneers Thanksgiving and said he was bored. But it's maybe that there'd be something coming up next year that yeah. Gronk would come out of retirement. I but. mean, look, the, the quarterbacks get old at some point. I mean, think about how many we've had to say goodbye to in the last you know three, four years. Roethlisberger last year. Drew Brees a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm okay. You know, Manning now six, what, seven years ago. They were all great, had long runs, terrific primes, uh, a lot of entertainment, great football. I'm okay with Brady calling it quits. I'm okay with Aaron Rodgers calling it quits. Yeah. I'm, you know, eventually like enough's enough. Let's move on here. Uh, so if he wanted to go, you know, say see you later, I'm fine with that. I to go back to the Patriots, oh boy. Uh I the Dolphins. Uh what's the package deal there though? Because McDaniel's not gonna there's no like you got to think about like, is there a possibility Brady and Sean Payne could go somewhere? Because that's been floated out there. It would not be to the Dolphins at this point. Again, three years ago, maybe it was going to happen. Yes. And we're giving up on Tua. They would be. Yeah. Do you, well, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's more concussion related and health, but that's. Uh, I, I think it would be funny if he went to the Jets, though. Yeah. Uh, yes. So he play the Patriots that, two times a year. That'd be great for the league. I know. Giants are out. No way. They're going to bring Danny Dimes back. Right. Um, the Titans now, now again? No. Well, and does, does Brady come back just to play one more year, or does he want to win? The guy clearly would want to win again. What does going to Tennessee do to him? Well, don't stay out of the AFC, though, too. That's Yes. Stay out of there with the quarterbacks they have. and who you, you got to start with Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen. Uh, I, I don't think many of these teams on the right side of the board make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, to me, no. Commanders, no. Steelers, no. Colts, Panthers, Baltimore, if they lost Lamar Jackson, could Tom Brady go to Baltimore next year with John Harbaugh, and could Baltimore make a serious run in the AFC? It's such a tough conference, but Baltimore's good. They don't have weapons, though. You know, Brady wants his toys. They'd have to make a lot of moves yeah. uh, in the offseason. The, yeah. the I, I dismissed the whole, the whole Carolina nonsense now, with Brady and with Peyton. You're going to trade the guy in your division? I mean, how much is, would Carolina have to give up in compensation to the Saints to say, okay, go ahead and hire Peyton? You got to play him twice a year? That's lunacy. I know. I know. So I don't care what Tepper says about the reports, how much he wants Peyton. I mean, that would. Well, there's got to be. And so then what's. Like, what does Peyton tell them, though? If I go there, you have to trade up for the first overall pick. The quarterback situation is not good. But right, then, but right. then they trade up for the first overall pick. I'm just speculating here, obviously, and they take a Will Levis or a Bryce Young, and then he's got to stick around to be the head coach of a rookie quarterback. And what if they're no good? No, nah, I take the Denver job. I don't want. The, yeah. I still can't. The, the Chargers are making such a mistake. Oh, I totally agree. Such a colossal mistake. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, do you put the Bengals in the same class as the Chiefs and the Bills? Absolutely. I think you have to, right? Yes. You, you don't think- want to be prisoner of the moment. I know it'll look bad Sunday night. A uh, guy we respect, Las Vegas Chris, says that dog has fleas coming up on Sunday, and the Bills continue to take money. But I just we just we live and breathe, and we watched what uh, watched that game with Buffalo and Miami. So if Allen continues to turn the ball over, now can they protect Burrow? I don't know, but certainly it wasn't a problem 
uh, in, in the first matchup in the first quarter. It's a tough game, but I, I'm scared to death of Cincinnati. And yeah. that's why I added futures on them to offset these uh, two tickets that I have with the Blackjack yeah. tournament. You, you should be scared of them. Yeah. I, I wonder if like the general public take Cincinnati as seriously as the Bills or the Chiefs. I'm not sure, so sure about that. Maybe they he, do. He's on a 20-2 and two ATS run yeah. against teams not named Cleveland. And he's at, what is it now? If We, we, we throw out last week because the only people that won were the bet at Monday night, or Monday afternoon, rather, with the Raven game. But it's it's a 21-4 and four ATS run or mm-hmm. something absurd mm-hmm. going back for Burrow and the Bengals? Yep. So here is their head coach, Zach Taylor, when people don't put them in the same class as Casey and Buffalo. We know that we're the defending AFC champions, you know, and so there, there's an edge to this team where we're not an underdog to anybody. And so I, I think that's that's just been the feeling we've had all season. We don't really care what anybody else says about us. Um, we know we belong in the field with every team in this league. Good answer. Yeah. He's right about that. Uh, he, he worries me a little bit. I mean, if you have a future ticket on Cincinnati, I'd be concerned about Taylor and some of the uh, in-game lack of in-game adjustments uh, from that standpoint. But also they have the chip on the shoulder too. You have all the emotion. I probably Hamlin will be at the game Sunday, but you also have who got screwed worse than Cincinnati with this deal? Uh, nobody. They're livid. They're outraged at what happened. Yeah. Well, how about us for the one or the two seed? Why didn't we get our our neutral site game? What's with this coin flip crap that didn't come to fruition? But they they were floating if they got beat by Baltimore. Sure. So they're they're ticked off with that. And if they win this game in the divisional round, you think the Bengals are scared to go to KC? Burrow's three zero against Mahomes. Why would they be scared? Mm-hmm. They did it last year. The adjustments they made in the second half on defense were the Chiefs couldn't do anything with the football. That final drive by KC when they were near the uh, end zone, it was laughable, the mistakes that Mahomes made. Yep. And the, a lot of that credit goes to the Bengals. And so here, their game on Saturday, KC playing at home to Trevor Lawrence. Oh, boy, I'm not so sure about this one. <laughs> not that you had to give the home crowd any more juice uh... here, but here's Trevor Lawrence talking about playing at Arrowhead. Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly, but that was when we were on defense, not offense. So we played there earlier in the year, but this is a little bit different. You know, it's a playoff game, divisional round, um, so the stakes are higher, so I expect them to be even crazier, more packed stadium. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to go play, and you got to make sure you communicate. That's the one thing. We got to get in and out of the huddle. We got to get the line of scrimmage so we have time to communicate because everything naturally takes a little longer when it's loud. Oh boy, I, th- I think he's going to want that one back. Yeah, you got a pool in your uh, stadium for God's sake. It's a Mickey Mouse operation. I actually I like that. Come I'm on, a fan. I'm a fan of the pool. What's he got? A big gulp there too? What's he? he well, I mean, the guy. Nothing's off the. You can't cross anything off with him. <laughs> he's going to Waffle House to party after That's the game right. on Saturday night. We're set up. Never been. Okay, let's go. So much Chris Carter had him. a tweet. Yeah, good respect. That's dangerous. He said. Chris Carter tweeted, yeah. Waffle House yeah. is good. He's waiting in line. <laughs> yeah, well, th- not only not only Saturday. How about a, a late a night game in Philly? You got 10 hours to get loaded. You don't think they'll be ready to go oh, for the Philly fans for with sure. that extra time to tailgate? Yeah, up next, the Pac-12 released their college football schedules for the 2023 season. Wait until you see the slates for Utah and USC. And how is Deion Sanders in Colorado winning five games? Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. This is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. You can go to the website, Paulie. VEASAN.com. Get the betting splits. You can see the money and bets for every game updated every 10 minutes for today's games and also future events. Uh, Pac-12 released their 2023 college football schedules yesterday. And our buddy, professional better Brad Powers, was all over this on Twitter. And, I mean, when you look at some of the slates that you have in this conference, I can't wait to see some of the win totals. I mean, for example, Utah, we touched on this briefly during win-lose last hour. Utah's schedule on the year. Now, they're back-to-back Pac-12 champs, right? They did a back-to-back and belly-to-belly. <laughs> they get Florida. That's a Thursday night game from what I saw yesterday at home. The, the rematch from last year in the, in the swamp that was so good in the game that uh, Utah blew. After that, they play. How's that? At Baylor week two? That'd be August 31st. That's awesome. And then... A bad Baylor, UCLA at home, no givey, and at Corvallis on a Friday night. That's Jesus. That's the end of September. Yeah. So that's the first month of the season for the Utes. Then they get the bye, and after the bye, okay, it's Cal at home, but at USC, Oregon and ASU at home, at Washington, at Arizona, Colorado. Yep. 
<clears throat> yeah, I don't think they're winning 10, 11 games next year. The first preseason poll is going to be big for this conference because then they have, can they have SEC shenanigans, right? Can you get five, five teams in the top 15? Can you get six in the top 20? Yeah. A lot of people think Oregon State will be a, a good team, and I, I do as well, and some people had them in their top 20. Pat Forty Sports Illustrated has Washington at preseason top five team. So Washington, Utah, Oregon, USC, UCLA uh, figures to be good again. So yeah. Huskies are, <clears throat> excuse me, they're going to have a lot of hype. Yeah. Pardon me. <laughs> the Where do you think USC is going to drop next year? I think they'll be top eight. Don't you think? I think they have top, to be. Yeah, top eight, top five maybe. I mean, they got the Heisman Trophy winner. You know they're going to be absolutely yeah. loaded to get on offense. I know the concerns about the defense, but yeah, yeah. And, they, and they were bringing in so far so good in the transfer portal for bringing in you know former like four and five star kids for the USC defense. Would you go higher than that? Would you say four? I would. I would four. think they're probably going to hit like around four. Okay. All right. Yeah, I and, can see that. I guess. But so their their first six games are. I mean, they're they're going to be six and zero, oh, right? It's San Jose, Nevada, Stanford, all at home. They get the bye. They're at ASU, which can be tricky. Then at Colorado, and then Arizona at home. After that for USC, they play the Fighting Irish in South Bend. It's Utah at home, at Cal, Washington at home, at Oregon, UCLA. So they go, they alternate road and home games for the final, you know, several weeks of the season. But that's the final six games, and the way this conference works, Notre Dame, Utah, Cal, Washington, Oregon, UCLA, um... They're probably going to have two losses again next year. Mm. I need to see it before yeah. I believe it with the defense. And then, you know, a lot of steam, Paulie, and a lot of hype going into Deion Sanders' first year. Did you watch him, by the way, in the Manning cast? I did not. Uh, I was not impressed with the Tim Brewster uh, audio that's, or video, excuse me, that's uh, gone viral all over. It's, you know, several people tweeted, this is why college coaches don't work in the NFL, but yeah. this, this stand up, sit down, do this. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought it was ridiculous. What 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 was Dion like? I thought Dion I thought Dion was super solid with yeah. the Manny brothers, but I thought that video of Brewster was just total nonsense. So I know that people have high expectations for him and he's gonna do a great job. Already he is in the transfer portal. But at TCU, <laughs> Nebraska, Colorado State, at Oregon, USC, that's their first month of the season. Uh, it's probably going to be a very early wake-up call for Deion Sanders in Colorado uh-huh. by the end of September. Yeah. After that, they play at Arizona State. No, those these, that's not a gimme. Which one? At Arizona. I mean, oh, it's not at all. You can go back no. to USC though. I mean, you gave them a win, but that I don't think that's a layup. But uh, no, I said right, that's sure. that's a tricky spot. Okay, uh, but you're okay. right. That that figure that could be a loss too. And then uh, they have the road trip coming up. After that, in the wind toll, what Brad Powers said, he, he bet under five and a half, and they laughed at him. Yeah. I mean, this is there is a, I don't know if cult's the right word, but Deion Sanders certainly has a big following. Oh, he does, for sure. That Stanford game would be on a Friday, then, then play at UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona at home, at Wazoo on a Friday, then at Utah. I mean, that's a very difficult, the non-conference alone is going to be very difficult for Deion Sanders. He'll have talent. But uh, again, if they put that that win total at five and a half, come on, they're going to win six games. I can't imagine that they're going to go from what they were last year, bringing in all brand new players, brand new coaching staff, and all of a sudden, hey, they were, we're seven and five. Watch out. That's tough for me to, yeah, wrap my head around. Yeah. Also, odds are out for the Heisman Trophy as well, and this is you know, very fluid. 
And uh, who knows where other players are going to end up in the transfer portal. But at the very top of the board, obviously, is Caleb Williams. We've never had a guy since um, Archie Griffin win it two times. So uh, betting on Caleb Williams, to me, would not be worth it. Jordan Travis, the quarterback at FSU, awesome 10-1. to This is at DraftKings. Drake May, 12-1. to He's a shorter shot at other spots. Bo Nix is going to be very popular. So will Michael Penix. I have a tough time with West Coast players winning this award unless they go to USC. They just don't get a lot of respect. McCaffrey, Exhibit A. Exactly right. <laughs> what year he had at Stanford. I would actually, if you want to look down the board a little bit, and I don't like betting this award because of how people really view it, but Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma at 30-1. to 1, the, the difference between the Sooners on offense last year when Gabriel was the quarterback and when he didn't play, it was night and day. They couldn't move the football, and yet they were a machine basically on offense. And they're, I know they're losing some receivers. They're going to be completely fine on offense. And if Venables can figure out the defense well, at all. Yeah, they were, yeah, but they lost so many games. That's, that's uh, a that's, big if, if, though. Yeah, but I'm, if, if they bounce about, back okay. and let's say they win 10 games, 30-1, to 1, Gabriel, he's gonna, if he stays healthy, Gabriel's going to put up huge numbers. Huge numbers next year. Is this the final year in the Big 12? Uh, I believe it go, is, then yeah. Then they go, okay. Then all the hell breaks loose with the realignment. All yeah. right. Uh, Hartman's probably uh, popular as well. Oh, he, no, 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 Notre no Dame, doubt. Notre Dame's got a tough schedule. I know uh, Brad tweeted that. Brad's a uh, Notre Dame fan. Right. So that, that's going to be difficult for the uh, for the Irish, even though uh, they get a big big fish in Hartman. Uh, you know, we mentioned Brady as well. What do you think happens to Lamar Jackson, and where would you like to see him go in light of his Instagram post earlier in the week, too. Well, I said this again um, during the regular season, the back end of it, and what you said about Brady last segment, I, I think the best move, if he doesn't go back to Baltimore, a spot in the NFC would make the most sense. Based on, again, look at the quarterbacks remaining right now in the AFC playoffs. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and Lawrence, who's only going to get better. And that's just like the start of the quarterbacks in that conference. So Rodgers is on his last legs. Brady, I just, he's not. He's 45 years old. I'd love to see him go to the Jets. That'd be great. Don't you think so? Big market, Lamar Jackson? I don't know if Salah okay. would make it work. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust the Jets to make, make an offense with Lamar Jackson work. I just don't. So I think they're, to me, uh, would you like, how about him going to the Saints? Interesting. Uh, right church, wrong pew, maybe. Jason Lockenfora said, I spoke with a ton of executives. It all came back to two the same two teams, Atlanta and Carolina. Both missed out on Deshaun Watson a year ago, but they put up a significant fight. Both have a needed quarterback. Both markets could use a jolt. Neither owner's afraid to spend. Interesting. Do with that what you want. I don't know, man. If he hasn't had weapons in Baltimore... He's going to go to Atlanta. And look, I like Drake London a lot. If you've heard this show in the past, you know how much I love Kyle Pitts. They don't, I mean, they don't know how to use the receivers there. I don't know the man, uh, but it's show me the money though too. I really don't think he's going to be that concerned with, well, on paper, but as long as they as they give him Deshaun Watson money and they uh, work something well, out. Well, you're like probably that. right. I mean, right? That appears to be right. the number one that's, thing on his agenda. That's where I'm at with Sean Payton. I'm not saying he's going to Denver, but if they're going to give you $20 million a year, and with that ego, you could say, I'll make it work with Wilson. I'll, I'll give it my best shot, even though I'm in that division, right? So, yeah. It'd be great for the league, though. I think with Lamar, with the Jets, 
but certainly if he makes the move to the NFC too and goes in that division. I mean, that's the other thing. If Brady leaves Tampa and he's supposed to, that division's wide open. You could come right in and you could be the favorite with Atlanta or Carolina if they get pieces around you. Yeah, not knowing the entire entire salary cap situation, top of my head, I think the Saints are probably up against it because they are almost every single year. I think that team would make much more sense. I mean, because look at the weapons. I think Carolina has good weapons. They just have had bad quarterback right, play. Right, right, right. But well, you saw the rushing attack. If he went, what, what, what would the excuse be in New Orleans if he didn't make it work? Look at how they have loaded up now. That's true. On offense. They have a ton of guys. Olave could win Rookie of the Year. You know, they, have, they brought in Landry. Thomas will be healthy, yep. Thomas, if he comes back yep. to be healthy, sure. Yep. You're, you're looking at a Kamara suspension, though, too. Like, yeah, that but, thing is still lingering. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We will get into the props that we have on the board right now for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs coming up as we're live in Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Everything heat up, heating up this weekend with the divisional round. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go-to book. All things football this playoff season. Divisional round parlay insurance. First touchdown playoff insurance as well. The Brett Maher prop is up. They're open for business. Plus 250 to miss an extra point. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Get up there now or download the app. Get in on the action. Player props here with Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchin with guillotineleagues.com during the regular season and also Fantasy Football Weekly as the podcast. Uh, Charge, good morning. Let's begin with a uh, quarterback prop that you like on Saturday. It's Daniel Jones. Are you looking at him on the ground? Are you looking at him in the air? How do you want to attack him? Yeah, we hit the ground last week, and uh, but we're going to stay away from that here because this is we've got our most broken line of the day with his passing line. Over 224, excuse me, under 224. So Jones, and we'll mention in the, the earlier matchup, and he only played in the one game against Philly, uh, the rest of their starters weeks, week 18, Jones threw for only 169 yards against Philly. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, Philly played 17 games. Guys, how many quarterbacks do you think went over today's line on Daniel Jones, 224, in the 17 games against Philly this year? Oh, boy, the way you're Ooh. asking this. There's going to be a low number, that two. I'm going to guess three. Two. Two. Wow. wow. Okay, how about Daniel Jones? How many times did he go over today's number, 224 and a half, two. this year? He four. said two. Four. Wow. Four. So we have a combined, We have that means combined between the Philly keeping quarterbacks under, Jones going, uh, trying to go over, it's six overs and 29 unders combined. I don't know where this 224 line came from, but this thing feels very, very wobbly. And it, the the inept Vikings secondary yep. gave everybody a national view of how good Daniel Jones is. I think that's masking the real Daniel Jones. He's clearly improved, but I don't think he's so improved that we can't go under here. And I th- also, this game plan should orient away from Jones. Philadelphia is a far easier run defense than they are pass defense. Philly finished his pro football focus's fifth best pass defense and number one ranked pass rush. There's a lot of ways this can go wrong for Daniel Jones. Okay, so you Ooh. think you think this should shake out as a uh, Barkley game more than Danny Dimes, obviously. I do, yeah. yes. 
But okay. I like, but I, and I didn't love the Barkley lines, but I really liked this Jones under 224 and a half. Okay, let's go to the day, the, the early game Saturday, Jacksonville and Kansas City. What do you think of Lawrence props? Uh, there's two that I like here. I want to start with the over 249 yards. So volume is on our side. Kansas City gets sees the third highest passing play percentage, 62%. They see the third most pass attempts, 37. Volume is critical to hitting, hitting your over. Kansas City, as I mentioned, the 37. Quarterbacks who attempted 37 pass attempts against Kansas City averaged 270 yards. We need to get to 249. And Lawrence has hit 37 passing yards in exactly half his games. In those games, he averaged 299 yards. So just on volume alone, I like Lawrence here. He's got some strong individual matchups for receivers, one of whom we may talk about in a minute. And I'll give you one other intangible that I like about Trevor Lawrence going over. Here are the last five weeks, the quarterbacks that Kansas City has faced. Russell Wilson, Davis Mills, Geno Smith, Russell Wilson again, and Jarrett Stidham. I just I wonder if there's not going to be a little overconfidence here. This is going to be a little, you know, and Trevor Lawrence is not Patrick Mahomes, but you know, he is going to be the best quarterback that they have faced. And one other kicker on uh, Trevor Lawrence, by the way, rushing touchdown, uh, his anytime touchdown is plus 400. Kansas City's fifth is bottom five in quarterback rushing attempts scene, quarterback touchdown scene, and quarterback rushing yards. You might want to look at uh, at the plus 400 anytime rushing touchdown. Okay. And who's that wide receiver you mentioned? Christian Kirk, thank you for asking. Over 64 and a half yards in this one. So we already know Christian Kirk's the go-to receiver in this offense. He leads every receiving stat category for Jacksonville. He runs two-thirds of his plays from the slot. Now, Kansas City, three weeks ago, decided to move their rookie cornerback, Trent McDuffie, into their slot as their primary slot guy. He's only seen 15 career targets from the slot, so he's super green. And in his, in his three games as a slot receiver, the most capable slot receiver that, that uh, McDuffie faced was Hunter Renfro. He posted 60 yards and a touchdown. And there have been a a litany of other slot receivers have had big games against Kansas City this year. Jerry Judy, Tyler Boyd, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Greg Dorch, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, this same Christian Kirk, earlier matchup, 105 yards and two touchdowns. So if you want to bundle Kirk's anytime touchdown at plus 190, by the way, and that over 64 and a half, that'll give you a same game parlay of roughly plus 350. All right, very good. It's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Paul Charchian, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. So again, back to the uh, Giants and Eagles game here. There is a prop that you like on the Eagles side. It's Dallas Goddard. What do you want to do with him? I want to go over 48.5, and I want you to consider the same game parlay with the anytime touchdown as well. Uh, That anytime touchdown is plus 210, which seems... Dallas Goddard's really good, and that seems like it's a a little out of whack to me, but... um, so between Dallas Goddard's midseason injury and then Gardner Minshew showing up and just basically deprioritizing Dallas Goddard, he hasn't done a lot for a while, but that's going to change with Jalen Hurts under center. And in Goddard's games with Hurts, he averages five catches for 60 yards. That's you know a healthy amount over today's line, 48 and a half. Um, in the Giants, in the Giants are a bottom 10 defense against tight ends of both yards and receptions. Um, he's topped the, he's in those Hertz starts. He's topped the 48 and a half in two thirds of his Hertz starts as well. And here's the, maybe the most important part. The Giants simply didn't play very many good tight ends all year. So I'm going through their box scores, looking at what every tight end did. 
They only played four tight ends that were anywhere near Dallas Goddard's levels. And here's what they did. Mark Andrews, 106 yards, touchdown. Evan Ingram, 67 yards. Dalton Schultz, two touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson with two blow-up games, 109 yards and two touchdowns, and came back last week with 129 yards. This team just hasn't seen many good tight ends, and when they do, they get beat by them. So Dallas Goddard, over 48 and a half. All right, very strong. Mm-hmm. And finally here, an anytime touchdown on the Giants side, who are you going to go with? Yeah, I'm going with Richie James. I told you earlier that Dan- Daniel Jones worries me. So this is my uh, this is the one that I'm I'm concerned about the most of all of them that I mentioned. But I still there's still some nice angles here. The Eagles have got two really great outside cornerbacks, James Bradbury, revenge game for him by the way, Darius Slay. Nobody wants to go on the Slay ride, guys. These are great <laughs> outside corners. So instead, James gets the easier matchup in the slot against Avante Maddox, and he's not bad either. But he's just not Bradbury and Slay good. Philly, get this, Philly allowed 16 wide receiver touchdowns. Nine of the 16 went to the slot. So if you want to try an angle here, you get Richie James anytime touchdown is plus 350. It's a value play for sure. Again, I don't see a ton of production coming from Daniel Jones in this game. But if you want a nice value play, Richie James would be the angle. All right. Good breakdown. We love talking to you. Uh, Tuesday on the show, in light of the, the, the anniversary, by the way, just happened, but we did our top five losses we can't get over that still haunt us. And yeah. being from Minnesota, number one on my list was the 1998 NFC title game. Double-digit yeah, favorites, the Vikings, highest-scoring team in NFL history at the time, 15-1, lost at home. You were at the game. And also, by then, I had given up on the organization and said <laughs> they can go hurt someone else. I forgot about 9 I mean, the, the Vikings, I think, turned the ball over five times in New Orleans. Brett Favre lost... Uh, Adrian Peterson fumble in the red zone, but you were at yeah. the 98 game. I was at the 98 game. Keep in mind, Gary Anderson had made, I think, 117 straight kicks, extra points and field goals leading into that. Hadn't missed a field goal all season long. He missed the game-winning field goal in that game. Um, we all kinds of miscues that went against the Vikings. The Vikings in that year, 98 highest scoring offense in the history of the of the league, most yards history of the league. And then we get back to the uh, to NFC Championship game in 2009 with that magical season with Brett Favre. Go to the Saints, and despite all the turnovers, teams ready to win down the stretch. They got they have a 52 yard field goal to win the whole thing, mm-hmm. and 12 men in the huddle, and now they got to back up five yards. And then next play, Brett Favre rolls right, throws across his body left, intercepted. They have Game. lost. They have lost six straight NFC title games? They've lost six straight. Imagine what that does to your fan base oh. when you are a game away from the Super Bowl six times, which is, this is my, this spans my entire adult lifetime. And you don't win any of the six. And what's more, you, mostly you get blown out of those games. It's been, it has been very trying for this fan base combined. Now that the Vikings are out, by the way, for more futility. Our four major sports here in Minnesota have now gone a combined 117 seasons without a championship. Wow. Uh, that's pretty rough. Oh, my God. 17 seasons. Ouch. Yeah. You can put 98, Jeez. 99 Vikings up against almost any other loss 
for any yeah. other fan base. Yeah, any other you can. The, right. You're at yeah. the game. The yeah. fans are chanting Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, it's all. I walked out. I walked out, and there were yeah. stacks of you know everybody had their Super Bowl merchandise was outside. Yeah. You know all these vendors and everything had to undo all that. The newspapers, Super Bowl newspapers, had to be burned. Yep. Oh God. Yep. Yeah. All right, pal. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks, Thanks for the time. Yeah, Thanks, we'll buddy. Talk to you next week. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Paul Charchian. And if you miss any of the show, search "Follow the Money" wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you. Okay. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.